Good morning, everyone. So, <clears throat> I was talking with a, a dear old friend of ours last night, and we were catching up, and she asked, I don't think she had heard about the book that I was writing, and we was talking about writing the book, and the process of writing the book, and what that looked like, and I said to her, you know, I don't want to be writing books. I don't want to always have a book in the works, but I do think I'll write a book, I'll be writing books my whole life. I don't want to have something hanging over my head every year of my life, but I do think that there's something really valuable in having a big project, a project that spans your day-to-day -day life and that is something more career-oriented that you're pushing towards. Or life-oriented that you're pushing towards. It doesn't have to be work-related. In fact, some of the best projects are not work-related. And... She said that she had just started feeling like she was wondering what her next big thing was. Because, as she pointed out, going back to school was a big project, right? Going to grad school was a big project. And then getting her job and spending time sort of getting up to speed at her job and becoming the best that she could at her job was another big project. And I think that's true for many people. I think those are two easy, easy, big project structures that help us feel like our life is on track. And it, and it speaks to how much this kind of big overarching narrative speaks to us and helps us feel not only like our life has meaning, but that we are moving forward in life. I don't think it has to be an education and a job, but I think there has to be a big project that we are moving towards. When my wife and I first got married, a young marriage feels much like a big project. And in many ways, as a marriage continues forward, it still feels like a big project. But certainly at the beginning of a marriage, when you are hashing everything out and learning to live with each other, that's a big narrative that you're telling yourself about your life. When you first have kids, same thing. And I think a big part of why people say that they're their marriage and their kids gives them a sense of meaning in life is because doing these things to the best of our ability gives us a narrative about ourselves and about our lives that is both true and really helpful. But you don't need to have either of those things because what they have in common is that they are a big multi-year goal or multi-month goal that, that is a story you're telling yourself about who you are as a person and what your life is going to be going forward and how it's going to change going forward. And there are lots of ways to set up a project like that for yourself. Writing books is just the one that 
I've layered on top of all the other big projects in my life that feels like the right move for now and feels like the right move for me, right? Writing is easy for me. For someone else, it could be a different project. It could be a trip. It could be, I've, I've always loved when I was younger, my favorite types of books to read were the types of books where somebody went and did a kind of quixotic trip, paddling down the Amazon or rowing a boat around the United States or, you know, walked across the U.S. or the Sahara or Tibet, those sorts of trips. And then wrote about it. And to me, it was clear that the writing about it was not the big project. It was the doing it. And I always dreamed that my life would have space in it eventually for that kind of big project that is a trip, that is a, that is a journey. And I think it still will when my kids are older. And I look at those as, as a good example of how a big project doesn't have to be writing a book. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, making a film. It can be living your life with a certain goal in mind. It can be building a, an organization, building a movement. It can be... any number of things and you'll know it if you have it in your life and if you don't have it in your life if you don't have it in your life I think it's an indication that you need to well, let me back up if you don't have it in your life and you Just dropped my phone. Everything's fine. Really glad I had a case on it. If you don't have it in your life, hold on, let me make sure I'm still recording here. Yep. If you don't have it in your life and you feel like you're missing something and you want it in your life, then there is there is a feeling of riskiness that you need to embrace. I'm certainly not advocating that you have kids if you don't feel ready to have kids or that you get married if you don't feel ready to get married. But I am advocating that you maybe start that thing that you've always dreamed of starting or take that trip that you've always dreamed of taking. Obviously, some of those trips are not possible in the pandemic, but there's stuff that you can do. There's planning that you can start. There's putting the financial framework together to make the thing possible next year in six months. So it feels scary to entertain the big, the big project because a lot of times it involves some sort of upheaval of the status quo. Writing a book is perhaps... Hold on. 
My apologies out for my neighbor walking by and my dog howling in an embarrassing fashion. It's a a new tick that she has that we need to work on because it's not acceptable. At any rate, the big project often involves a change in circumstances, a change in effort, a change in the story we tell about ourselves about ourselves, and a change in the the comfortable, if overly familiar, mold that our life has taken. It's deliberately shaking ourselves out of our chrysalis. And in some ways, a book is the easiest version of this, unless writing is absolutely impossible for you, because it doesn't really require much shake-up other than committing the time to doing it. And depending on your life, you could commit the time uh, by swapping out some habits for others. So if you have the ability to say, okay, I'm not going to watch TV in the evening and I'm going to write my book instead, great, then that's easy. For me, the time this time around that seems to work is when my wife is already getting up out of bed. I might as well get up out of bed also. So that's when I'll write this book. But I'm under no illusions that that's when I'm going to write books in the future. I think at some point in the future, it'd be awfully nice to have the the freedom to write in the middle of the day. But right now, I don't have the financial freedom to do that. But perhaps I will with one of my next books. There will be a time when it won't require getting up at five. And that will be nice. But depending on where you are in life and how many commitments you have... Taking on a big project can sometimes mean a level of sacrifice. And actually, within that level of sacrifice is where much of the meaning comes from. It's the level of sacrifice you look to and point to and say, See, I'm striving towards this thing. That is the sort of person I am. I'm the sort of person who strives towards a thing. And obviously, there's a balancing act because you don't want the striving to harm you physically, mentally. You don't want it to wear you out. But we are proud of ourselves because of hard things that we do, not because of things that we're good at. And so the more you can lean into something that is hard, within reason, the more you give yourself that confirmation of, I can do hard things. Look at me doing a hard thing in my life, meaning look at me to myself. Look at me doing a hard thing in my life that is about moving my life forward to being the person that I want to be and making the contribution in the world that I want to make. Willa, come. Willa, come. No, come. Good girl. So... Chances are good that you already have a big project in life, even if you haven't seen it that way. If you are in a relationship, that's a big project. If you have kids, that's a big project. If you have a job that you're 
trying to get better at. That's a big project. If you're in school, that's a big project. We don't need just one. Sometimes one is enough. But if you wait until one big project ends to find the next big project, you leave yourself vulnerable to being in a position where you feel adrift and you're wondering if this is all life is going to give you. And sometimes we stop treating big projects like big projects. That's what senioritis is. Stop treating this thing, this project of education as a project. I would argue that that's what is damaging to many relationships over time, is that we stop treating them as the big projects that they are. I would say that if you don't show up for your kids, you are not treating them like the big project that they are. So it is certainly possible to, on paper, have these big projects and yet not be, not feel that you do. Right? If you have a job but you're not trying to be the most excellent at it that you possibly can be, or take it to the next level. Even if it's flipping burgers. I've seen videos of people flipping burgers in ways that are absolutely mind-boggling. And even if you're like, well, those stunts aren't for me, I don't think that person started out with it being stunts. I think they approached their job as a joyful big project. And so just because you have these things on paper does not mean that they feel that way in your life. And sometimes getting a big project is as, as as simple, I was going to say, is can be about reclaiming the thing that is already there. And it's almost certainly not simple. If it's gotten to a place where your marriage doesn't feel like a big project, it is not a simple task to bring it back to being one. If your work does not feel like a big project, it is not a simple thing to make it one. But these are profound things, I would say. Because within the life that we already have, we can renew our sense of meaning and purpose and of ourselves moving through time towards a destination that we choose. And if, like me, you have these things, but you want more, consider taking on another big project. One that doesn't require as much of you as your work does, or your kids do, or your marriage does. But one that is real and tangible nonetheless, and that you can move yourself towards, step by step. Because it's in the being uncomfortable and doing hard things that we change and become someone that we are not yet today. And by being someone that we are not yet today, we end up in a life that is not our life yet. Thanks for listening. Talk tomorrow.